Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. An addict named Jacob S. April 18th. We humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Once we are entirely ready to have our character defects removed, many of us are entirely ready. Ironically, that's when the trouble really starts. The more we struggle to rid ourselves of a particular defect, the stronger that shortcoming seems to become. It is truly humbling to realize that not only are we powerless over our addiction, but even over our own defects of character. Finally, it clicks. The seventh step doesn't suggest that we rid ourselves of our shortcomings, but that we ask our higher power to rid us of them. The focus of our daily prayers begins to shift. Admittingly, our inability to perfect ourselves, we plead with our higher power to do so for us, what we cannot do for ourselves. And we wait. For many days, our program may stay on step seven. We may experience no sudden total relief from defects. But we often do experience a subtle shift in our perceptions of ourselves and others. Through the eyes of this seventh step, we begin to see those around us in a less critical way. We know that just like us, many of them are struggling with shortcomings they would dearly love to be rid of. We know that just like us, they are powerless over their own defects. We wonder if they too humbly pray to have their defects removed. We begin evaluating others as we have learned to evaluate ourselves with an empathy born of humility. As we watch others, and as we keep watch on ourselves, we finally say, I understand. Just for today, God help me see through the eyes of step seven. Help me understand. In today's episode, we will discuss the Just For Today meditation with our guest, Tamara Kay. Hi, Tamara, and welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Hannah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So Tamara, what is your clean date? Where do you attend meetings? And do you want to give your home group a shout out? Yes, I would love to. Um, my clean date is November 11th, 2017. Um, I attend meetings in Evansville, Indiana. And uh, my home group is Women of Purpose. It's on Thursday nights at 7pm. Um, and it's my favorite group of ladies. Awesome. Thank you. So can you share your thoughts on the Just For Today on I Understand? Yes. Um, okay, so when I looked up this daily meditation, um, when I was told which one I would be doing, um, I was really kind of blown away, but at the same time, like I totally expected it to be something, you know, that really would resonate with me because that's just how my higher power um, works in my life. And I, I love it. Um, so when I came into NA, 
you know, I had 100% that grateful gift of desperation. Um, and I didn't even, I didn't even realize it until later. Um, but I was 100% willing, you know, to do whatever it took uh, to get what everyone else had, because I had nothing um, that even resembled joy or peace or serenity. Um, my, just my entire life, my entire being um, was just one big shit show and I hated it. Um, so, you know, when I came in, I, I did all the things, you know, I did 90 and 90. I had a sponsor, I did step work. Um, I used spiritual principles in place of you know, all of my behaviors to the best of my ability. Um, but I still had that delusional thinking. Um, and I, you know, and I didn't even realize it, but for a while until I got to step six, I, you know, I wasn't acting on those old behaviors. I wasn't lying constantly. I wasn't, um, cheating and stealing. Like I really felt like such a good person and I never felt that before. Um, and it was definitely, it was definitely not a healthy or good mind space to be in because I kind of felt, you know, like I'm great now, like I'm perfect, I'm golden, you know, nothing's going wrong. Um, and I totally recovered in the beginning in, in a little bubble, like uh, my sponsor suggested no relationships um, for the first year. So I did that, like I deleted my Facebook um, I cut off contact with any and everyone who, you know, who I used with, um, I went, you know, I just did meetings constantly. I hung out with everyone in recovery. Um, so I didn't really have, a, a space to have any defects come out really. Um, so I just felt like they were gone and I was perfect, you know, and I remember starting step six and, it asks you to list your defects um, and how they, uh, I'm not sure what the verbiage is, but like how they manifest. Um, and I was stuck there and I had to call my sponsor after a few days and I was like, hey, you know, am I supposed to put like my defects now or like the ones I used to have? And she laughed at me and she was like, um, you know, you're still the same person that you were an active addiction, Tamara, like, you know, all that stuff is still there. Um, and you're very much capable of acting on it any day. And that was like, that rocked my world. Like, I was like, seriously depressed and kind of upset for like a few days, like, because it shattered this like perfect image thing that I had in my head, because you know, I felt so good. And I never felt that before that I was like, okay, this is it. I'm a new person, you know, I can just let go completely of that old person. Um, but that wasn't reality. And um, so when I started really writing, you know, all those things down, all of my defects, um, it was really disheartening. And uh, it was kind of like, wow, you know, I'm not up on this pedestal that I thought I was on, like, I'm actually human, you know, and I still have all these, um, I still have all these flaws and defects. And, uh, you know, it was right around the time when I had a year clean also. So like I lifted a lot of those like self-imposed restrictions that I had put on myself for my first year. Um, you know, so a situation started to present themselves 
in where I felt those defects arising again too. Um, and step six really humbled me and like, it helped me to realize that I desperately did need my higher power. Um, I wasn't perfect. I'm not perfect. I cannot be perfect, but I can get better with my higher powers help. Um, and that was like the, the shift that I needed so desperately um, in my thinking. So when I got to step seven, you know, it says in this reading, like when we get there, we are like really fucking ready to be there and be ready to um, have our defects removed. Um, and I was 100% ready when I got there, you know, and um, it doesn't work like that. You know, <laughs> they're not just gone right away. And it took me a little while to be okay with that. You know what I mean? And to like understand and know that uh, my higher power is is using me in every way, um, you know, if I let him every day, whether my defects are there or not. And I try my best, you know, to practice those spiritual principles in, in place of them, but they are still there. Like, even if I am not acting on it, I, I still have the thoughts sometimes. Um, and, you know, it says at the, at the end of this thing, um, the daily meditation, we begin evaluating others as we have learned to evaluate ourselves with an empathy born of humility. Um, and that is one thing that I definitely started to see shift because one of my major defects is perfectionism. Um, and I hold other people up to this like impossible standard and I hold myself up there too um, without even realizing it sometimes, you know? And when I start to look at things like, you know, things that really bother me. And, you know, it's crazy because usually the defects in other people that um, stick out to me the most and bother me the most and just get under my skin, you know, those are the same ones that I have. Um, and when I start to look at those people and look at those situations as like, hey, you know, maybe that's something that they're really working with their higher power on as well. You know, maybe that's something they pray to have removed as well. And if they don't, you know, I can pray for them to get to that point where they are ready in their recovery, you know, to face some of those things. Um, and it's just really helped me to like bring my ego down, you know, down to earth and be more like right-sized. Um, and then at the end of that reading, it says, as we watch others and we keep, as we keep watching on ourselves, we can finally say, I understand. Um, and that took me a long time to get there. And I'm still not there 100% uh, because, you know, I want to always be like, I know, I know, I know. Um, and, you know, I started to see a shift here pretty recently from like, I know, I know constantly to like, I understand you know, and I don't have to know, you know, everyone's not perfect. Um, but I can start to understand people and like, understand myself and that we're not perfect, but you know, we will get better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience with that. I think a lot of people are going to relate to that. Uh, Tamara, we have a question that we ask all of our guests on the anonymous podcast. And uh, I would love to hear what you have to say. Um, if you could talk to you 
Tamara K with one day or one week clean, just starting recovery for the first time. Um, what would you want her to know? What would you say to her today if you could talk to her? Um, <clears throat> so that's like making me emotional right now. <laughs> um, I would want, if I could, I would hug her and tell her like, hey, you're finally going to be okay. Like, it's finally going to be okay. Like, it's not going to be fucking great. And it's not going to be rainbows constantly. And, you know, just this perfect life, but you're going to be okay. And like, that's all I ever wanted. Um, and I had no clue how to get it. Especially like, I mean, as a little kid, even, you know, my life started off like super traumatic and I was never, ever okay. I was never okay. And that's all I was looking for was just like to be content and be okay in any moment, any situation. And it never happened. Um, so I just figured out how to numb myself enough to where I didn't care that I wasn't okay. Um, and one of my friends said something uh, that has just like really, really stuck with me ever since I heard it. Um, she said, you know, there's good times and there's bad times um, in active addiction and in recovery. Um, but the difference is like, no matter how good the times were in active addiction, I was never okay. And um, no matter how bad the times are in recovery, I'm always okay. And I feel that like 100% of my soul, like I am always okay. And I know I'm taken care of. Um, I know that I can survive and like, it just feels so good to be okay today. So yeah, I would just let myself know that it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm-hmm.